Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. It's Sunday evening as I record this. Happy whatever day and time it is you're listening. I'm Rick, and I'm glad you're here to listen to the Presence Podcast, episode number 49. It's day three of a four-day weekend, so I was not as busy as usual this Sunday. Anyone who either knows or loves a school teacher like me is well aware that Sunday is a work day in preparation of the week ahead. When non-educators say to me, at least you have the summers off, I always reply, yes, it barely makes up for all the Sundays I work and work. This more relaxed day permitted me to more easily have my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. Remain here with me for a few minutes as I tell you about it. During past Lenten seasons, I've adopted a daily prayer practice which has helped me to more fully experience God's presence. It's nothing modern, hip, or newfangled. Actually, it can be truly called ancient, as it likely dates all the way back to the earliest Christians who based the practice on a Jewish ritual. I'm referring to the Prayer of the Hours, also known as the Divine Office. Bear with me for a bit of history, thanks to Wikipedia. This practice of stopping all other labors and praying at set hours of the day developed organically over the first centuries of the Church. By the 5th century, there were seven offices, or specific prayers, at various times of the day. St. Benedict of Nursia added an eighth office in the 6th century. The complete daily office of today, by name and time, includes matins, during the night, louds, 3 a.m. or at dawn, prime, about 6 a.m., terce, about 9 a.m., sect, midday, noon, mid-afternoon, vespers, evening prayer, compline, final prayer, before retiring. While these eight offices are typically prayed each and every day by monks in monasteries and nuns in convents, I doubt that most lay people like myself pray all eight. The set of prayer books that I use, The Divine Hours by the late Phyllis Tickle, offers four of these for each day of the year, Prime, Sect, Vespers, and Compline. So each day during Lent, with this magnificent book in hand, I stop whatever else I'm doing and pray these prayers. I like to say them out loud in the traditional way of chanting the Psalms. Would you like a demonstration? All right, you talked me into it. Most of the verses of the Psalms have a mid or splitting point written into them. The chant used is flat, but then rises on the final word of the first part. The opposite happens in the second part, flat, and then the tone drops at the end. Here's two verses from the beginning of Psalm 63. I look to you in the sanctuary to see your power and glory. For your love is better than life. My lips shall ever praise you. Generally, I experience God's presence each of the four times I pray the divine office during my Lenten days. Today my timing was a bit off for the first three, so I didn't actually pray at the recommended times. My prime prayer was in the early afternoon. I prayed it outside, although it was chillier than I first thought, sitting on the small university campus in the quaint town near where I live. My sect prayer, I prayed late afternoon, in the front room of my house, which we call our library. I sat so comfortably in my second favorite chair that I snoozed for a little while afterwards. And vespers, I prayed down in the basement in my first favorite chair, amid the washer and dryer cleaning the weekly laundry. God was near in and through it all. What prayer practices have you adopted during Lent to aid you in experiencing God's presence? What would your day be like if you stopped four times each day to pray the Divine Office? Thanks for listening today. Blessings and peace.